0: Backlog Dialogues, the podcast that digs you out of your backlog before it buries you. I'm John, and joining me as always are the Davy Jones and Tia Dallo to my craft and draft Trabo.
1: <laughs> okay, I like how your character is just sounds like voice out <laughs> there, but still the only one that gets exploded. Who this. are you people?
2: <laughs> I'm Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the person's first oh, yeah, listening a backlog dialogues episode,
2: Jared? That really, Actually, really no, wait, I'm Crab. This
1: first episode to start with. <laughs> no, this is Patrick.
2: <laughs> the other guy is Crab, too.
0: Everything is Crab. Everything advances to Crab. Crabbrave.gif, the best GIF on the internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time to go to the Caribbean, and let's talk about Pirate
1: sequels.
0: Yes, that's Man's and At World's End. We're not going to talk about anything after that. Oh,
1: and boy. Really,
0: this, this, this game mostly covers At World's End
1: i haven't i only watched the the one that went right after that which one was that again the one with we're the not M8 talking about those <laughs> and wasted black beer uh, uh, so wait
2: is there how many of these are there is pirates like the land before
1: time now five
0: no it's not that bad <laughs> but there's five
1: yeah kind yeah it's at five and they're making conciliatory gestures towards towards Uh-oh. that <laughs> so i'm expecting um, the new ones. but <laughs> i'll leave off the topic entirely yeah. i'm just noting Uh-oh, that so What's happening.
0: I, I will say th- I will say this. This is my the one thing I have to say. I have seen these movies. I do not remember them. They still resonated with me more than Avatar. And I sure fucking hope we don't get an Avatar world in Kingdom Hearts 4.
2: Somehow Avatar keeps making money.
0: I don't know. I, have you ever seen a person that has seen it more than
1: once? How does it make money? I mean, it'll be really easy. <laughs> Thor can just show up in his Monsters, ink skin. Yeah, what- kind of a point there. Goofy can be the giant six-legged uh, a panther cat thing, and doll could be one and, of those big... And Riku uh, and Sora thing. can oh, touch hair. Um, oh. Um, Ooh, Sora would be a natural predator on that now one. Now I definitely this hope we
0: don't get an Avatar World in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 4.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it, the plan he does has become clear. I'm the only one who remembers any part of these movies. Yeah,
0: so talk. let's talk about them. Dead Man's Chest at World's End, what are they?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, basically... When the first movie came out as a swarm of the of the ride movies and after Haunted Mansion and Country Bear sucked and it was the good one, it's clear they immediately ran yeah. towards adding new uh, new movies in. Dead Men's Chester World's End were filmed basically back to back and they kind of make a two part movie. I don't want to call them parts two and three of a trilogy because, to be mm-hmm. honest, they're pretty disconnected from the first one, except for minor inciting incidents causing new character motivations. So Dead Man's Chest is, well, oh it's, boy. it's the You Fucked Around, Now Find Out movie. You made a deal with Giant Squid Devil Guy, and now you basically have to. From what uh, I understand,
2: it's, it's kind of a reference to the the chest that contains Davy Jones' heart. Yeah, I, I believe
1: so. That actually, that exactly is what the Dead Man's Chest is. Davy Jones has a really long lore section that Kingdom Hearts was very much not interested in providing. Thank you. So basically, not only did he agree to a 10 year gig being the Grim Reaper of the Seas on a, I'll meet up with you at the end, I swear. The second that went bad, he went full drama queen, cut his own heart out, which was okay because he's some sort of squid lobster guy, and put it in a chest. And now that's his only weakness. Huh. And and honestly, that's just a piece of the character's lore. It, it kind of fits together, but they spend a long time in both movies t- telling us all.
2: He, so basically, he cut the part of him that was human out.
1: More or less, yes, because it was to cut out the pain. It basically turned him into a witch. Only one that's body doesn't get destroyed. It's like because his heart hurt him so much, he removed it. So,
2: and also, he has a very strange
1: accent. Well, Bill he just sounds like that. <laughs> just- he sounds like an angry squid man. I feel like in everything else I've seen him in, even if he doesn't quite pop his voice as much to have the weird squid face, he really just has that drawl of a voice.
0: <laughs> so, OK, so that's Dead Man's Chest. What's World's End?
1: So World's End is after we've managed to finally kill Jack at the end of uh, a dead, ma- a dead Man's Chest. He gets eaten by a giant squid. Yes,
2: like you do. That was sent by David J.V. Jones to kill him, from what
1: I understand. The Kraken is basically his attack dog. Mm -hmm. Like Jack had the, you know, the black spot on his hand, all that sort of good stuff. And then Kieran Knightley chained him to a mass while making out with him because he was the only thing he wanted to kill. So they wanted to run away. Oh, boy. So then because you can't you can't keep a good hammy performance down, they brought back Jeffrey Rush at the end of the second movie. Just Barbosa's back to life. Sure, why not? And I mean, now,
0: here's the uh, thing. If you're going to do if you're going to try and turn your first movie into an adventure franchise, you got to bring back all the favorites. Yeah. That means nothing.
1: Well, <laughs> quite literally, he's brought back by another character who appeared in this movie. And, yes. you know, the young dead monkey's still floating around. But um, so basically they have to go to David Jones Locker, which is a real sort of purgatory white sand desert place where Jack is trapped and has somehow become 50 Jacks. Like you do. There's there's like this antic scene of I like, got a whole ship manned by Jack. So they're all just kind of rambling and That's just a
0: scene, though. What, what's the plot of world? What of, what's the plot about world's end?
1: <laughs> well, now there's a court of pirate wars that we never heard about before. OK. And they <laughs> have the they have these they have the uh, seven pieces of eight or as they put it, the seven pieces of whatever we had on their hands at the time. Oh, boy. which are talismans that prove you're a pirates, Lord, but also are what bound the never before mentioned goddess of the sea, Calypso. Into a human form, which Davy Jones told him how to do because she stood him up once. Excellent. <laughs> All these I, I, details only appear in at World's End.
2: You'd think that if if uh, that if Jack Sparrow was a pirate lord, he'd have mentioned it before. That seems like the sort of thing he'd lord over everybody.
1: Yeah, and not only that, his random talisman is one of the many sets of beads in his hair, so I don't know how (laughs) he can find it. (laughs) Well, I guess that's that's how he hid it, I guess. I said like Dead Man's Chest is kind of a weird, ambly movie. World's End spends its first act cramming so much new information and it's insane.
0: All I remember is that like it takes us time getting to a big shootout at sea for between all these characters
1: like, but there's, yeah, not only that, there's two big pirate fleets and only two ships that are involved in the last fights,
2: which I assume are the black pearl and the flying Dutchman. Yep. So
0: if I had to guess, Lord of the Rings broke a lot of people's minds. (laughs) 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 That's my guess for what happened here and why it is the way it is. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings movies being good and popular, like made people think, oh man, we got to get me one of those. And Disney tried a bunch of movies and when they noticed, oh, hey, this pirate epic kind of feels like it could be a Lord of the Rings thing. They tried to turn it into a Lord of the Rings thing.
1: Like I said, you have you literally have all the pirate lords get together at their special island because the evil East India capitalist guy, the Brit, who's been the villain for the movie before. In this one has been hanging so many people. They started singing the magic pirate song, which you'd hear on coins or something like that. OK. And then and then Keith Richard comes out with the original first edition of the of the Pirate's Code, which is a real codified book now.
0: <laughs> it sounds like they're making up a lot of shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember how in the first one they so triply say how it's a guideline? Yeah. yeah. Now, though, no, now we have Keith Richards. He's the keeper of the book. The Pirata Codex is what they call it. So and then they have to vote for a pirate king. And because everyone votes for himself and, and you know, Jack Sparrow is a sneaky votes for Elizabeth. And now she's pirate king. And that's why that happens. The- oh, that's why she's pirate king. OK, I remember now. <laughs> is it, like, everyone like she became one of the pirate lords because Chow Yun Fat died in front of her. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of yes. not joking. Yes. And so she's technically one there. And then, like I said, Jack, who has hesitantly agreeing with her, he he. As always, he tricks everyone.
0: So, okay, I think we've talked about this enough. I need to make this point. How much of that actually needs to be translated into a kingdom hearts world, do you think? (laughs) Honestly, I'm not not saying like, how how much do you want? How much do you you think should be? How much do you think it needs to be in a kingdom hearts world?
1: I don't know if I have a clear answer to this because I'm a little fascinated what happened with this world.
0: Oh, boy. I am so excited. This is my favorite world in Kingdom Hearts. The entire series. I'll I'll
1: give kind of a quick preview there. As annoyed as I was with Corona and kind of rolled my eyes at Arendelle for their fragmentary plots. This plot is so not giving a shit out to see. You miss all the shit backstage and off screen. But trust me, it happens that it actually hits ludicrous speed. Yeah,
2: it's so it's so broken that you don't even care anymore.
0: Right. And you can just enjoy the world for what it is, which is a fucking open world pirate RPG. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, we're 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 playing Sid Meier's Pirates with a little bit of Wind Waker.
0: Yes, it's so good. Let's get into it. So we fly over to the Caribbean in the middle of space. I get I don't know why it's out there. And we are greeted with a droning version of the Pirate's Life for me. (laughs) And
1: and and this is like we're, we're not doing the second movie, so let's slightly dramatically sing it
0: the lyrics are changed to recap dead man's chest and set up at world's end because we've skipped an entire ass pirates movie the
1: thing is it's not telling you much he says the kraken ate jack sparrow and then it mm-hmm. says a goddess brought back a bad guy that's context you're not going to ever be told what that means yeah <laughs> yeah and then you start talking about the the dutchman and the chest of davy jones heart.
0: After we get all that exposition, we smash Katsasora in full pirate garb, also singing the pirate song. He's pretty dang cheerful in comparison. And why shouldn't he be? The Caribbean is the best world
1: in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I just like that their clothing has completely changed this time around, and their shapes. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, for Donald looks particularly horrifying with the gritty, realistic shader.
0: Yeah, like the, the characters that are that I would call close to freakish facsimiles this time around are Donald and Goofy, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm. You ever feel like you don't belong someplace (laughs) just looking around? Things don't seem right.
2: Yeah, it's just for whatever reason, his 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 feathers look filthy because you can see them. His eyes are glassy.
0: It's so creepy.
1: Yes. (laughs) I mean, to look it over, I'm just trying to think what's he literally looks like he's an animated stuff figure now. (laughs) Like he looks like a well-loved stuff figure That maybe needs a little bit of washing and has the big, the big plastic eyes. Well, I guess
2: pirates are supposed to be filthy. That's kind of a running, uh, running theme. So I can't. Well, Sora's Sora's
1: face is all smudged, which really kind of leans on that.
2: What are we doing here? Why
0: are we out here in the middle of the ocean on a shitty little raft?
1: Where's the gummy ship?
0: Yeah. Where is the gummy ship? Is this the gummy ship in the pirate world? Does it also change forms? They're not going (laughs) to tell us. 'Cause we're about to sail off the edge of the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Goofy Louis's like did, Goofy's like, how are you all missing that? It's very noisy. Goofy is the keeper
2: of the brain cell, strangely enough.
1: I mean we made that joke before. Yep. Oh, it was more than once. It just seems it just seems to be consistently his thing. Mm-hmm. I love that Donald and Goofy are are rowing while Swords and sort of hanging out to the mast of their little floating plank of wood. Well,
2: he's the captain in the group, so he doesn't do the rowing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And so then we fall to our deaths. No, really?
1: <laughs> oh, to go into more details like that. I only want to recount the fun details. This is the confusing details of this movie. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> it's a white, sandy expanse down
1: there.
0: There's literally nothing for Miles. Uh, we wander around for an indeterminate amount of time, wondering where we Guess, ended up.
1: Can I, say, I don't think it's intentional, but Sora looks to be pissed to have fallen and landed on white powder again. <laughs> i think the animation is going for days but he kind of has this half-witted expression on his face while he's just lying flat
0: he's just like not this shit again
1: (laughs) just to put briefly this is davy jones locker they're not going to explain to us very well this is pirate purgatory
0: yep so we're going to wander around for an indeterminate amount of time and eventually we see a ship in the distance on dry land nothing suspicious about that no sir
1: I mean, it's like even Donald points out that just doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yes.
2: And Donald is usually pretty accepting of various bullshit in these
1: worlds. I mean, they mocked the shit out of him over the talking snowman. True. Yes. I love that we that they immediately chase after the ship and we find that it's that it's riding on a rolling tide of tiny crabs. Yes. (laughs) Yes cat. And you literally, it's just like they're all just kind of appearing under it, pushing it forward to the next set, just kind of being this big blobby mass.
0: Yeah, we got to catch up with that ship. And Jack Sparrow, who is no longer a freakish facsimile of human life and therefore graduates to just being his character name, passes us by with a cheery hello.
1: Yeah, that is love. So, oh, Jack Sparrow, he has to stop and correct you. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yep. By the way, I just want to jump to a quick ad over Dead Man's Chest where I like that that insistent gets him fucked. Oh, Davy Jones agree- said he could have. I was like ten years of captaincy. I was like, well, technically, I was kicked off my ship. I was mutinied against. I said, well, then you are a bad captain. Have you or have you not been spending this whole time introducing yourself as Captain Jack Sparrow? Honestly, that's why I don't hate these movies. They have lots of fun bits to them, but they're just really messy and weird. After this, they get just really chaotic and unpleasant. The later,
2: that's ones. what I've noticed is that when when pirates is good, it's it's just. There's a lot of fun quips. It's fun moment to moment.
0: It's a a fun adventure film. And with with a reasonable amount of
1: character work, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: It's just that I feel like World's End. I I didn't want to see more after World's End because I felt like it was trying to be too much bigger than it already was.
1: If that makes sense. I feel like it hit the limit and it ended a pretty good while. Basically, once you cut out several of the characters that have been there from the start... That's a strength that they've taken away from themselves. So they just threw that yeah. character work out the window, and now we're relying entirely on Jack being more and more the non-ambiguous figure, but just this weird roadrunner.
0: Let's get it going. We I want to get through this world quickly. Well, not that quickly. I want to get to the fun part of this world quickly. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so we charge after the ship and we immediately get chased by Heartless.
0: Duh. What do you think is gonna go after us? In a like Dream Eaters? Not in this world. Actually, wait, we're dead. <laughs>
2: Game over, guys. Let's stop.
0: Why aren't there dream eaters here? I need to know this. <laughs> why are there not dream eaters in Davy Jones's locker?
1: There should about, be. Yeah. But apparently, it's a weird type of death because you're there in full body. That's why they picking up Jack, because he literally had stuff on his person. They need. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, instead, we just get heartless. <laughs>
0: So are you going to actually avoid a lot of the fights? You could just uh, rail grind by them on
1: Blizzard. Just I didn't do that. I just kept I just kept dodge rolling past everything and, and air yeah. dashing. <laughs> you could just get right through it.
0: Honestly, since the heartless kind of like are just there to slow you down. That's kind of the pro strat is just ignore them and keep going. Yeah,
1: especially since yeah. when the ship starts firing on you, it makes the fights a misery.
0: Mm-hmm. Once you reach the ship, a new heartless, the anchor raider shows up to fight.
2: The anchor raider is actually pretty threatening on critical mode.
1: Oh, yeah, as I do there's these big old pirate guys with a skeletal look, big jagged sword, anchor on a chain. On the other hand, like a mace. Yeah, they're a it fun design. Of,
2: it kind of hangs and swings around.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't remember having that big of a problem with them, apart from like getting used to, oh, shit, these guys still do decent damage.
2: They're not that bad if you take care
1: of them quickly.
0: Waiting against us a fucking pirate ship. And it's not the final pirate ship we get to this world.
1: So we ride the ship over the sand dunes and we make it to the shore. Yep.
0: And we probably find a bunch of other Pirates of the Caribbean characters all of all from Free Specsimiles.
1: Well, that's okay. Only three of them were in the, the game before, so we have several sure. new people.
0: Yep. One of those new people is Gibbs. <laughs> I don't remember Gibbs at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gibbs is Gibbs is kind of just fun. He's the he's the practical first mate character for Jack. Like, um, a little Isn't bit, sweet. a little bit more, more. Yeah, but a little bit more moral. And he's actually the he's actually the sane one in this case rather than the cowardly one. But you're not wrong. There's a lot of that. He's the guy who keeps Jack grounded as, as best you can. And weirdly, in the very first movie, like when they was, was a kid and, and and will, he's appears as like a uh, British uh, Navy sailor first. So he had an interesting arc of his own backs off screen. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So basically, Jack comes up, he starts spouting stick, which doesn't make much sense. We don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm.
0: And so this is where we actually learned that we were in Davy Jones locker and Sora does not know what the fuck that even means.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, wait, is this the afterlife the first time I played it? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I guess I would keep going with special pirate purgatory. So
2: (laughs) I was just laughing because there's just so there's just so many different afterlifes that we're seeing in Kingdom Hearts now. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, this is the first one we see in this game, isn't it? Yeah. Have we seen other afterlifes in this game? Not in this game, but in other games, we've definitely seen other afterlifes.
1: Let's see. We've seen Hades. Yeah, I mean, we're, counting Hades. we're counting Hades there, I guess. Uh, I mean, we saw Olympus, but that's the home of the gods in this one. I mean,
2: dream drop distance kind of takes place in an afterlife uh, the entire way.
0: Mm. Assuming a sleeping world is a dead world, then yes.
1: Uh, Let's. Going back to that definition could be tricky. Yes. Uh,
0: Anyway, uh, so Sora notes that something about everyone is different, and I have in my notes, I wonder if you've somehow noticed the improved graphics.
1: (laughs) Is this kind of funny? Like, he particularly notices that Elizabeth's got the got the kind of the the big slightly oriental overcoat going. Mm hmm. Now you look swashbuckly. Goes so goofy. Yep.
0: <laughs> Sora <we're laughs> learns that the Davy Jones locker is literally you fucking died,
1: kid. You've yep. gone beyond. It goes like beyond the grave. <laughs> I always figured I'd die doing doing slapstick.
2: I, I'm just kind of amused at the fact that That death is never a large setback in any of this, though. Is it ever? (laughs) We're talking about adventure stories here.
1: (laughs) The funny thing is, the only one who's dead is Jack. Everyone else has kind of sailed there because you go over the right waterfall, you're there.
0: So you're saying Sora is not dead right now?
1: Most likely not. I mean, they (laughs) kind of crashed in by accident, so I don't know. I
2: figure it's a kind of if, if you're here, you're dead sort of thing. That's a slogan for somebody.
1: Olive Garden. When you're here, you're dead. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) I worked in an
0: Olive Garden for six months. It's so true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. As a listeners inside joke, I knew I would make John laugh for something that (laughs) once. Oh yeah. But Sora is. Let's be clear. He's completely lost because he didn't see the second movie, nor did he hear the recap song.
0: Yeah. Like. A whole Pirates movie happened while we were in the Dream Eater dimension. That's what happened. Jack thinks everyone's a hallucination, but Goofy is able to figure everything out.
1: Funny thing is, we haven't seen Jack hallucinating, so it's a little funny that we just don't know why he's being so obstinate and crazy.
2: (laughs) I do love the fact that that Jack asserts that everybody else is a figment of his own imagination.
1: Well, Sora is lost. Goofy has picked up enough context clues that he's kind of at least put together the basics for this. If nothing else, he at least knows who the uh, designated bad guy here is. Yep.
0: And upon learning about someone trying to take over the world, Donald decides Donald and Sora have this exchange that I just love. The sea belongs to everyone. Yeah, no conquerors. And I have in my notes getting real big. The king of the pirates is the man who is most free in the world vibes from here from Donald and Sora.
1: <laughs> I just love. That we go on to just talk about like how Jack continues to use lines of movies, though they oh, yeah. actually edit one out here, which is very funny to me. Oh,
0: yeah. The edit that they make here, what they change kill to annihilate.
1: Yeah. It's like, why should I say with any of you? Four of you tried to annihilate me. And then he even cuts out the line after. He's like, four of you tried to kill me. One of you succeeded.
0: It's especially funny to me now when in 2023 we have watched a Super Mario movie where Bowser says the word kill and die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Open the gate, Lord
0: die I'm like Bowser this is a kids movie
1: (laughs) no Super Mario probably uh, probably more calmly paced than World's (laughs) End anyway I like that movie but it's pretty frenetic and kind of never takes a breath (laughs) Jack asks why he should
0: trust anyone here, and Sora plays the friendship card because he wants to help find the One Piece. We're hired!
1: <laughs> I just love he's like, okay, sure, the weird the kid in the weird animals can come. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the movie scene happens where he lets the few people on that's trying to leave Barbosa, Will, Elizabeth behind, but they have something he needs. Yep.
0: Anyway, we're now in control of a
2: pirate ship. This rules. <laughs> we get to drive it
1: to a rock, at least. It's fucking rules! I just love that the kid is semi unsupervised playing with the wheel and Jack says, Yeah, I'm good with this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this rules. I I don't know if everyone sees Sora
1: as a kid in this world or not. Question mark. As if we've we've had the dial the goofy argument. I'd really be surprised they don't see Sora as a 15-year-old he is, though. <laughs> so Jack tests us.
0: Yeah, he says you can you can take the wheel for a bit, yes.
1: So we approach the island, he tells us to, and we immediately get jumped by a bunch of ghost ships manned with Heartless out of the fog.
2: This fucking rules. And we get to do a little bit of firing at the easy ghost ships that are manned by Heartless.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was an excited sound.
0: Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I think. I've seen people complaining about the ship to ship combat in this game, and I don't see it. I think it's great. It's I
1: think it's really fun. I think it's funny. The ship has special moves.
2: Yes, Yes. (laughs) they're they're hilariously over the top special moves, too.
1: Yes. You get to do a fucking tidal
0: wave because your ship is named Leviathan later. That's deal. We're trying to figure out our destination and then who should show up? But Tia Dalma. Wait, who's Tia Dalma again?
1: (laughs) How much time you got? Was she in the first movie? (laughs) No, no. Second, second on. But, but I just love that Sora, Donald Goofy are just sitting dejectedly under the helm saying Jack has no idea where he's
0: going. What the hell? He had Donald drop some ominous shit on us and is sus of Sora due to him not knowing who Davy Jones
1: is. The funny thing is, everything she's saying makes a certain amount of sense. But once again, the, the game got too bored to tell us part of those contexts. So she's just kind of randomly suggesting things to us. Yeah. So, yeah. So she explains Jack's looking for a box.
0: Is that our box? The one that we've been carrying about this entire game? You
1: no, know, it's like, I just love the Tia Dalma says it's where he locked away the part of him that hurts. And Sora has a weird mental flash she doesn't understand because he wasn't there for it. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: they said an arc word that we weren't there for. Oof. Yeah.
1: Funny thing is, she says that he locked his heart in the chest, and we actually cut away before we see Sora reacting to it that it might be lore.
0: Before we get into this, though, like, so is Davy Jones a nobody or are Kingdom Hearts cosmology rules subservient to Disney plots?
1: I will say because his heart and body are connected in a way that destroying one ends up destroying the other. It it can't be a heartless nobody that can exist separate of each other.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that that actually if they had like done a bit more writing and decided not to do a, a Mirror the movie plot or retell it, or allude to. They could have done some cool Kingdom Hearts bullshit with this box and the heart in it, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. This is pure Kingdom Hearts territory.
1: Yeah, but I do love that even with the writing they did, we immediately go into the Kingdom Hearts bullshit because smash cuts.
0: Oh yeah, smash cut to Vexen and Luxord.
1: Yeah, just they're hanging out in a big ship with black sails. Oh, how does he do it? A creature absent a heart, and yet somehow able to keep existing? Not even my finest replica can claim that achievement. The secret must be in that box. I have to know what mysteries it contains.
2: I believe our orders were to find the box and seize it. No more. Put a leash on that runaway
1: curiosity. Always so short-sighted. Why would the organization seek me out just as soon as I was recompleted, if not to affirm my intellectual prowess and invest in my research. Every stride I make is a stride for all of us. Oh, really?
2: And what exactly are we striding towards?
1: Luxord, do I detect a hint of treachery in your words? Wait, it's
0: pronounced Luxord? Wait, is this the first fucking time this David has been sit on screen? This fucking scene?
1: Yes, I did go and look. At no point cage, 2 is his name said in a voice scene. In fact, it's almost never mentioned at all. Yeah. I'll just say maybe something in 358, but I couldn't say for sure. Probably not a voice scene in days, but very, yeah, very few of those. Not in the not in the movie. I'm guessing yeah. the original portable game didn't have that much. Okay then, I guess it's Luke sword. <laughs> so his name is Luke. So L U X is Luke's in this case.
0: Actually, I think you would probably be able to figure that out if you just looked at the Katakana. But um, would, it, would I look like a fucking weep? Don't answer that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, two of us are basically King Weeaboo here. So two,
1: <laughs> maybe two? I, I, I'm, I'm sort of a general. I'm sort of a generalized multifaceted nerd. I don't know if I can claim any specific category. <laughs> oh, boy. Back to the scene, sorry about that.
2: <laughs> what? Don't be absurd. To, but to be clear, I serve the organization. I don't share your need to please Zemnis. He's good at wrapping you around his little finger. Always has been.
1: All I desire is the freedom to continue my research. Ansem the Wise refuse to nurture my talents. So I cast my lot with Zemnis, With Xehanort, rather. Simple as that. I see. And you don't care how he uses your research. Not in the slightest. All that concerns me is I complete the perfect human vessel.
2: That's all well and good. But I know this world better than you. Kindly stay out of my way.
1: Oh, of course. Considering those pests have showed up, I'd hardly get anything done.
2: I already know what to do with the pests. Then you can resume
1: your stuffy studies. Ah, that's my boy. I'll be watching from the shadows then.
2: (laughs) I like this scene just because it seems like uh, Luxord has kind of staked out this world as his territory from Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just like I like that Vexen is doing the crazy eye throughout. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind like, of bulgy, one eye, weird looks there.
2: He's really hamming it up this game. This particular game, he they really emphasize the crazy eye on his model.
0: I I approve of it greatly, considering like it, his model is pretty bland in
1: uh Rechain of Memories. For the jutting brow and the sunken cheeks really lead to making the eyes pop.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm hmm. But they definitely gave his brow a lot of mobility, which made his eyes kind of you know he can do the the one eye uh, eyebrow, eyebrow raised, raised look yeah
1: really yeah. well. I said Luke Sora, on the other hand, just has the real clean cut look going for him still. It just yeah. really works for him. Yeah. So we cut
0: so we cut to a flash of green light on the horizon. Everyone's underwater for some reason.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just not even going to go into the scene. It's kind of a fun little sequence. With a really neat music cue, how annoyed I am that all the really good music, which is a real saving graces movie, just doesn't make it in. Mm
2: -hmm. I was just kind of laughing a little bit about the scene because, like, I was like, wait, why are we sinking? Oh, wait, we're going we're going up to the bottom of the sea and then back to the real world,
1: I guess. Kind of. They deliberately flipped the ship upside down because the magic map said up is down.
2: Whatever. We're Uh, alive. Yay. I guess if you die while you're dead, you're alive again.
1: Not no, because right. they could have drowned if they screwed this up, it had to be just the right moment at the green flash, which is a meteorological uh, phenomenon, by the way. Ooh, neat. It has to do with how UV light and different and different light spectrum bends over the horizon. And
0: we're almost immediately greeted by a bunch of heartless, including dogfighting heartless, the vapor flies
1: yeah, and, and a giant turkey buzzard.
0: So let's talk about the vapor flies and the raging vulture, because those who we're facing next. So vaporflies, first of all. What are vaporflies?
1: They're funny little gargoyles with tails that are anchors. Oh boy. And they leave
2: they leave these really colorful smoke trails behind them.
1: You can
0: fucking rail grind on the contrails, it fucking rules.
1: <laughs> Vapor vaporfly chemtrails. What? <laughs> Bad chemtrail joke. What? Bad chemtrails joke. Oh chemtrails! I was not yes. hearing that word. And as you expect, the raging vultures basically what it is a big dragony bird. Yep, yeah. uh,
0: And so, yeah, you just ride around on these vaporflies in uh, a dogfight section until you can do a colossus climb on the back of the vulture to smack it in the face. It's pretty cool.
1: Is that it's kind of an interesting set piece where Soar is just flying around on smoke up in the sky where everyone else is sort of just watching? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, How it's a cool set this? piece, I gotta say, that was like, as soon as I saw the trails, I'm like, oh, there's going to be some weird bullshit that Sora does here. And it did not disappoint.
0: Oh, boy. Love that Sora bullshit. <laughs> so after the fight, Sora blows the whole damn thing up and he flies his floating with no footing as the Heartless all
1: vanish. Yeah, it's like, well, now I'm 500 feet up in the air. Shit.
2: <laughs> Fortunately, I'm a cartoon character. Yeah, Sora can survive very long drops, so it's not a problem. And boy, has he been putting that to the test.
0: Yep. Uh, he falls into the ocean, wake up with Darwin Goofy in his face on a beach. And fortunately, we're not in another fucking endless expanse.
1: It's like now we just find out that we've been ditched.
0: Yep. <laughs> we lack a ship, but we do have a Jack. He
2: also seems to be
0: dropping crabs. Yeah, we're that. Elsewhere in the ocean, Jack is doing things from the Pirates movie.
1: And it's just weird stuff where he's meeting Cutler Beckett. The first time we've seen this guy, and they're having a really strange, loaded conversation with no context. Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost makes you wonder why they bothered.
2: Mm-hmm. When I first saw this, I was confused and thought this must be a flashback or something because... Nope,
1: it is happening is right happened. now. Yeah, this is literally what happens next. They have
0: to include the story scenes in there by contract, but... We don't got to pay attention to that shit. I don't mind being held at arm's length from the world story when the world gameplay is fun.
1: Yeah. And like I said, it's so weirdly fragmented that it almost turns into a fever dream this time. Yep.
2: So now we get to explore an island. And fortunately, this time, swimming controls are not ass. Bring up one thing. So Sora remembers that Tia Dalma
0: said something to him off screen. She wants him to free her with his key in exchange for all the power in the sea. And he has no idea what that means. (laughs)
1: The funny thing is, this is a weird plot point to bring up, and it's just almost immediately completely scrapped.
2: Yep. Yeah, I don't think Sora ever does anything with it.
1: No.
0: So let's go find the One Piece. I mean, a ship. (laughs) So, like, as Matt said, swimming isn't ass anymore. Uh, It is really good in this game.
1: (laughs) It's pretty straightforward, and also Sora can always just start spinning his blade as a propeller to just shoot himself forward.
0: Also, every spell has a different effect underwater, and it's generally faster to get around under there. You just can't cast water. Yeah, you can't cast water underwater. That doesn't make sense. You can cast fire. Yeah, it makes. uh, What is it? Seafire. Seafire,
1: yeah. It It makes like a sort of a weird steam explosion once it hits something, as I recall.
0: What does ice do? I forget what
1: Blizzard does. It kind of freezes like it makes a big frozen area. Like it actually locks some things up, as I recall.
0: Yeah, um, let's see. Sea Thunder creates a big ball of lightning that explodes. Uh, Sea Arrow, I think, just like creates a big whirlpool. Is that correct?
1: I don't remember ever casting that one. I don't cast Arrow much. You should. It's fun. It gives you a little
0: uh, jumpy pad. Uh, There's a new Heartless Under the Ocean. It's the Sea Sprite. They come in multiple colored varieties and each color drops a different kind of stone.
2: They also behave slightly differently if you let them attack, but they're pretty, they're not, they don't have too much health, so they might not get to attack much.
1: I wonder why in this world Sora has unlimited ability to survive underwater. It made sense in Atlantica. Does he still have gills somewhere? I think it's just magic.
2: He has not eaten a devil fruit, so he's okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, he has the uh, blessing of the Akochan. Yep,
2: there we go. <laughs> So um, have we met any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in this game? No, I don't believe we mm. have met any anything that could be considered a
0: ninja or a turtle. OK, I guess Norex seems a ninja.
1: No, we we, <laughs> we met we we, well, we met a Goofy turtle Not in this game. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But in two other games and Goofy wasn't a ninja in those cases.
2: That, sorry, that's just what I call the Kojin. It's a dumb joke.
0: An easy thing to call them. There's a little mini boss in this cave under the water. It's the lightning angler. I don't have any notes about it.
1: Just a big old fish that shoots, like, like basically, as his name suggests, shoots lots of lightning out, tries to smash you into walls, tries to eat you. It wasn't that hard. No.
0: Winning gets you Thundaga, it also releases a treasure chest that has the Ocean Heart Binder, which lets you
1: summon Ariel. Ariel is a water figure.
2: My only complaint about this area is that the checkpointing here is bad. I once died t- close to the end, and it was really annoying.
0: Oh, the checkpointing in this world is not that great, actually. Uh.
1: I found this section where the water was swimming was okay. I actually found this section a bit overlong. Hmm. Then
2: we finally find an abandoned ship in a cave, which we promptly uh, find out is called the Leviathan.
1: Yep. The Leviathan just, is
2: going to be our ship
1: for this world. I just love that it was just that, that as far as we're concerned, it was just sitting here.
0: Yeah, but we have no context for why it's here. Let's just take it and go out on a high seas adventure.
2: Finders keepers. That's in the pirate code, right? I guess so. Something like that.
1: Well, I mean, that's literally what Jack says when he takes over the ship and hires you as the crew. True. He, he says he got here first, so it's his ship. He literally says finders keepers. (laughs) Yeah. But before we can get very
0: far in the ocean, Luke's sword catches up to us in a fog bank and calls parlay.
1: I just love it. Just very dramatic. We just see zoom in on him over the side of the ship and he calls out to them. Yep. His whole deal is he wants to
0: challenge us to a race to Port Royal and the wager. He wins. We tell him about the chest. We win. He gives us whatever we want.
1: This Jack continues to be kind of weird and half there, but he goes along with everything.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We end up doing this big debate about what the chest is and whether it's our chest or not, because we've been talking about this chest a while. We haven't been like too actively searching for it, but we know in the back of our mind that Maleficent is searching for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I had my notes, guys, as clear as in the box. We're after Oh, whatever. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, like soar and the others, like since so a black box, we have heard of that. I guess we can't risk it.
0: Yeah. So anyway, let's have a race versus Luke sword. And I have in my notes, it's less of a race and more of a blast the fuck out of him and some other
1: pirate ships. He just keeps swarming ships on you.
2: Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. You get to eventually use the tidal wave special move for the first time at the uh, in this whole thing. Yeah. And it is hilarious. Like, it's just so over the top. You basically... You activate it, and a huge geyser comes out of the sea and puts your ship like 200 feet in the air. And then you just get to control it as it comes as it comes sailing down. And when it hits, it just does this huge uh, point blank AOE that just destroys pretty much everything you can see in the sea. It's amazing. It, see, so you just have
1: great fun as you ride the ship that flew in the sky. Yep.
0: Take that, knock upstream. Have an adventure in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. So, yeah. And then, We're not even calling ourselves on the references we can't make yet. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I love that Luke starts next He immediately attacks us and we board his ship and beat up everything.
0: Yep. There's a new Heartless in this area, the Spear Lizard. It's basically a Sahagin. <laughs> if you all know what yeah, a Sahagin is. That's, that's true. Winning gets us the magic flash ability, which I believe is just a finishing move that has a big explosion of magic around you.
1: I think so, yeah. Once that's all over, Luxor's pops is just like, that was great, guys. Yep.
2: Then he asks what we want.
0: Yeah. And Jack tells about the chest that's aboard the Flying Dutchman. And Goofy's just like, wait, what? No.
1: It's like, wait, why? I forgot that you want. Can you like me? Oh, yeah. I want the chest on the Dutchman. As of Goofy, he's just too late. Yeah. <laughs> There's this great shot of them all staring at him blankly. And then we go over to Luke, sort of just smiling a little bit smug, a little bit. Wow, that works.
0: Let's be clear here, though. All they did was trick a perpetually drunk dimwit who survives entirely by being the pirate equivalent of Bugs Bunny. He tricked 500 crabs. That's a, OK. We can't talk about that just yet.
1: <laughs> 500 crabs. All you need is a check. What? <laughs> That's Isn't different. it ironic? Oh, damn Stop it. God damn it. How often in this podcast do I just break out singing anyways? Quite a bit.
0: Um, okay, So we gotta head to Port Royal for repairs. Fuck it.
1: Yeah, uh, Luke swords <laughs> like no, no. I didn't. just I didn't trick him. I outsmarted him. <laughs> and he just fuck you. Us.
2: Yeah, he just gloats about being a chess master, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, your forty chess against a, a a drunk pirate worked.
1: <laughs> you're you're forty chess playing a guy who's who's having problems keeping tic tac toe in the lights. Oh no. <laughs> Funny thing is, he still comes off as less of a dick than many of the others. True. Yes.
0: Port Royal. Jack tells us to go look for white crabs. We need to find 300 of them.
1: That's an interesting thing to do, Jack.
2: Yeah. I don't know crabs. how how crabs are going
1: to fix our ship. They're going to throw a crab rave. They're, they're just really great with the tiny hammers and sauce. Yep.
0: <laughs> I decided to not fuck around too much. Just gather crabs. I knew there was going to be a plenty of time to go looking for secrets later.
1: Frankly, I had a hell of a time finding them all.
2: There's a lot of crabs. Generally, uh, what I did and it was I more or less just explored a bit around. I went from the dock to the settlement and then I went up to the fort and the fort has like several caches of crabs that have a lot. And that finished me off.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a few places where you can ride a goofy sled and pick up crabs that way. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of crabs. Yes, there is. Crab rave dot gif. <laughs> <laughs> With all the crabs, Jack tells us he has one last tax for us.
1: He just wanders off, then comes back and he this guy's grilling us about yep. the ship. Like, why do you want it?
0: Sora says he wants to be king of the pirates. I mean, explore the seas free as the wind.
2: That's the same thing, right? Yeah, basically.
1: So did Jack start dropping crabs again, saying this him, this Serge has run its course?
2: Yep.
0: He claims to be a circuit Jack sent by the goddess of the sea to help us.
1: It may be duplicable, but not by an Any version of me is still me. So does Jack <laughs> know what Crab Jack is doing?
2: Maybe. Or maybe just Crab Jack behaves the same as real Jack does.
0: Uh-huh. And then I have in my notes and then Jack explodes with the golden light and turns into crabs. Let me repeat that. Jack explodes with golden light and turns into crabs. This fucking rules.
1: This is the tale. Of Crabton Jack Sparrow. Pirates so brave on the heartless sea. Mystical quest with the hero of Keyblade. Tiny Claws Rave on the ocean breeze. Oh no. <laughs> I can't do Michael Bolton, but I can't resist.
0: All the crabs scamper into the sea and scuttle off. I I, I can't I can't get over
1: that, how wonderful that is. Like, it's just that so Jack crazy. explodes then he explodes
0: yes. like like it's just like what? Where does this be, come
1: from? And let's be clear, except for crabs being used for a couple of mystical things, this is entirely stuff the game chose to make up. And it really <laughs> does go to that hole where the game cuts loose. It really is more fascinating.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean. On uh, the Sandbar in the High Seas, Jack Elizabeth and Barbosa meet with Davy Jones and Beckett and Will for some reason.
1: And a scene from the movie plays out. I mean, yeah. And this is just this is just a weird scene. Yeah. Like, literally, this is the first time we meet Davy Jones and we see him sitting standing in a bucket for no reason. Because we haven't heard anything about the guy.
2: I have not had not seen Dead Man's Chess or at World's End when I played this for the first time. And I'm just like, wait, why is Davy Jones standing in a fucking bucket?
1: <laughs> because part of his whole job he took, he can only step on land once every 10 years. And we don't know when it is, but it's definitely not that point.
2: I'm just laughing at how apparently they do a whole scene where it's just kind of like, OK, he can't come onto land to do this meeting. Well, he should be here. He shouldn't just be on the side of the sandbar. We don't want to be too close to the, to the water because our, we'd get wet. Or something. Well, my, he can just yeah. stand in a bucket. That counts, right? A my bucket favorite, of water.
1: My favorite description of this a long time ago was that this is rules lawyering. Like, so what if he's in water in a bucket? What if he's like on a ship thing? And what if it's not actually land, but sandbars exposed at low tide? But also, the favorite thing is that there's a line of buckets behind him, all about three feet apart. So <laughs> I'm imagining, imagining this big guy who walks with a big heavy limb hopscotching into this buckets. <laughs>
0: I have in my notes, Jan. I don't care about this shit. Let's get back to Sora being a pirate. Look, if I cared about this world for the story, I'd be saying more about it. I just want to take my boat and go treasure hunting. It's
1: just a shame we don't get the rather cool Western standoff song to this, gets, which is literally called Parlay again. Oh boy! But I love the fact that we're getting shit thrown at us. Now we be meeting Davy Jones and Will's hanging out with him for some reason. Elizabeth declares herself pirate king, and everyone's okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> because she is.
2: Yeah. If there's one thing that's cool about the pirates movies, is that they do have a really
1: good original soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I really just hate that we miss it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a shame. It's almost a waste to explain all the uncontext scenes we're missing here. It's it's pretty wild. Like Barbosa steals his hair or- ornament. Is so happy about it. Yep. <laughs> I'll look great with this.
0: Okay. Our next destination is Shipwreck Cove, because that's where the fi- big final battle is going to take place. But it's time to explore.
1: And because that, that means we can now ignore this shit going on. Yes. Which, in the context of the movie, is we have minutes before all out war opens. And we're just going to wander round and rounds.
2: Yep. it's like uh, in Final Fantasy VIII, where you're, you know, bad shit is about to happen and you go around playing
1: triple triad. But someone's hanging. Fr- someone's hanging from a broken piece of rubble.
0: Hang in there, Renoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's let's first talk about the things to do in Port Royal. Find crabs. Yeah, there's crabs.
2: There's always crabs. You don't have to find more crabs to progress the story anymore, but crabs are now basically your pirate XP.
1: Yeah, you're no, the, no, the ship's XP. You're leveling yeah. up the ship by taping more crabs to it.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so another
0: Fantastic Seven is here. It's the melon. You need to use the cannon to protect the fort from invading flans. It's space invaders. It rules. I see. Yes. Getting a perfect gets you the focus siphon ability. Also, there's some lucky emblems that are interesting around here. There's some coiled ropes in the fort and exposed pipes at the port.
1: There's once again, there's townies just rambling to themselves. Yeah,
0: it's a nice, and vibrant port area, even though you can't interact with a lot of it.
2: I like it. Yeah, there's a lot of NPCs here. Which is kind of surprising, like just basically every part of the island is actually inhabited. The fort, the two settlements, the Mm -hmm. dock area. There's a lot of people.
0: Yeah. So next in my notes, I have this sequence. I could go to Shipwreck Cove, but why? I have a boat. I can go anywhere. I'm free as the wind. A freaky facsimile of Jack Sparrow made of crabs told me so.
2: And honestly, all of the islands that you can visit here are actually really cool. There's a lot of just really fun stuff to find all throughout
1: the ocean. There's one that for some reason is brutally high level.
2: Yep. Uh, There's like
0: there's treasure to find, baddies to beat, crabs to level up your ship with. Random or Calcum Plus. Near a large ring shaped sandbar, there's the coolest lucky emblem in the entire fucking game. It's literally the entire outline of an underwater cave. Like the first time I saw it, I was just like fuck, that's good. That is so damn cool. So, like, there's a few other interesting lucky emblems around the ocean. Like, there's a rock formation on Horseshoe Isle that you can only really see from your boat. There's another rock formation on the Isle of Luck. There's a hecking chonker of a galleon protecting the Isle, isle of Verla, Montana. And from on top of the of that island, there's the other coolest lucky emblem in the entire fucking game, an underwater rocky mock formation that's only visible from high up on that one island.
1: Like, you're shooting in, like You're literally take a picture, like, deep in the water from above.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like... Basically taking like the closest thing you can get to taking a picture from space in this game. (laughs) I love it. This world is like just brimming with secrets. It's my favorite world. It's so much fun to just explore.
2: There's a whole bunch of little islands that have like little basically like mini levels that you go through and then they go in a loop and you return to
1: your ship. Like there's one that has this whole underwater wreck ship you're going through. Yeah. The
0: closest thing I have in my mind to any game that's played like this is Wind Waker. And Wind Waker is one of my favorite Zelda games.
1: One I've actually never tried.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's really good. You should try it. Honestly, like even the DS ones that are like that, Spirit Tracks and uh, Phantom Hourglass are worth playing, even though they're not as good as Wind Waker.
0: I didn't like those ones as much. Something about the way that the dungeons in it were designed didn't sit well with me.
2: I was a little bit disappointed in uh, Spirit Tracks that Tetra didn't get to do more. Mm-hmm. But...
0: Anyway, um, so with that... Shit, that's all the lucky emblems and treasures that I yeah. that I care to talk about. We're forced to advance the plot, damn it.
1: Yeah, we, we head towards Shipwreck Cove, finally. And Luxor jumps us again.
0: Yep, I have in my notes. Luxor drops several hundred point Scrabble words, then snaps his fingers to stick even more ghost ships at us. I forget exactly what those words are.
1: And one must simply marvel at your celerity. Such compulsive behavior is much actually going to bring you nothing but sorrow. Celerity is a good word there. Yes. yes
0: uh winning this fight gets us Waterga. waterga probably waterga but mm-hmm. what
1: sounded interesting Waturga. what i think with the way that jebbies would be water gun which would actually
0: fit well no <laughs> water gun would be what is what is oh right yes and then we make it to shipwreck cove i have in my notes it is 10 p.m on christmas eve 2022 i am approaching sh- shipwreck cove i am drunk let's do this and from that point on, all my notes were kind of incoherent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we meet, uh, see a gigantic pirate fleet just out there, and on the Pearl, they're just sweeping crabs off the deck. Yep.
0: And we, yeah, we pull up alongside the Black Pearl, call out to Will and Elizabeth,
1: and they're <laughs> like, "Wow, you missed a lot of plot. Well, let's just summarize." Yep. Yeah. yeah. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me let me sum up. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty hilarious because what we just missed was a big pagan ceremony where Barbosa had Tia Dalma chained up on deck. She grew 30 feet tall, yelled at them in, I think, Spanish, and they exploded the crabs. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> She was actually Calypso, goddess of the sea.
0: Oh, no. So, yeah, our final hope has failed us. But then Sora remembers Tia Dalma's words, looks at crabs and gets an idea.
1: <laughs> I was like, huh, but maybe... But maybe not failed us, Sora thinks.
0: <laughs> I remember crabs. Storm clouds ca- start to gather and Elizabeth commands the pirates for sh- the big old speech, ignoring the fact that we're in a Kingdom Hearts game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this one, this one is where I'm buying play the music. The song What Will We Die For is a fantastic movie inspirational speech song. It's just really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But his play, this place is very generic music here. Oof. I mean, her role here is like the leadership role, and that's kind of been her arc. And that's been interesting, but they just make it so flat.
2: My guess is just that they couldn't get the licensing issues to put the music in this game. That's
0: probably it. Your own movie. Sora shouts, hoist the colors as though he has a fucking clue what's happening.
1: (laughs) Yay, stuff. Like, was Hans Zimmer being grouchy?
0: Probably. (laughs) Hollywood composer probably doesn't want his music going into some kid's video game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like I say, it's just so, yeah, so. Yep. The giant storm comes out of nowhere and we're going to have a great big whirlpool fight.
0: Yep. It's a high seas yeah. battle. Luke sort of appears on our ship as we watch the fight for the movie between the Dutchman and the Pearl.
1: And he somehow summons an extra kraken for what's wherever the movie, the kraken's dead at this point. They killed it between movies. Mm. So he just kraken. makes one. Mm-hmm. I mean, from its coloration, it makes some sense yep it's very black and white colored yep um as, I love it repeatedly lifts ships in the air and it doesn't damage them too much as long as you're quick
2: it's gentle a gentle Kraken
0: Sora tells Luxord that there's no way the chest is the box that they're looking for and Luxord sort of basically responds no one knows it's in the box but they did say the box contains hope they didn't tell me
1: what's in it I'm just gonna check every box I'm gonna yeah. go I'm gonna go to the box factory next
0: yeah gotta look in every box <laughs> Or alternately, get rid of all those boxes by just saying what's not
1: in the box. Devil's proof. Hempel's raven. Then then we go to the world of seven. And they say, what's in the box?
0: Damn it, no. So yeah, Luxord decides to remove the pearl from the picture, snaps his fingers, and the Kraken grabs it. And admit it, Luxord, you had no control over the situation.
1: <laughs> and so yeah, it's kind of a weird long distance fight where we're constantly, like you said, it's a ship battle where we're constantly shooting at the Kraken tentacles.
2: We're stuck in a whirlpool here, a giant <laughs> whirlpool,
0: which admittedly is a really cool set piece on the movie, as I recall.
1: Oh, yeah. This is actually a pretty darn cool final fight. You don't get the movie about where Jeffrey Rush is screaming out a wedding ceremony throughout. It's <laughs> there, <Dear laughs> we, we're here at this massacre.
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> Captain, Ramos and Maris, I'm a little busy, but it's honestly, I do really think as messy as the movie ended up, it has a pretty darn cool climax. Oh, sure. Mm.
0: Uh, Luke confronts Jack over the box and Jack shuts down his attempts to parlay and belches some terrible rum augmented breath at him.
1: I was like, he's like, nope, no parlay. There's a lot of shit going out right now. We just we, we can't do this. Yeah. I'm going to belch in your face and make you faint.
0: <laughs> we can't deal with Kingdom Hearts shit right now. Let's just wrap this up. And so then we go and join the fight against Davy Jones.
1: Which is kind of funny. I think this is really the only time we just directly fight one of the villains as themselves in this one.
0: Yeah, it is in this game, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Like, like Hades doesn't fight. Yeah. Most of the other villains that you fight in some form have turned into heartless.
0: Yeah. Or made a giant unverse in the case of. Yeah. Much yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So we're just having a good old sword fight against Jones. Yeah. Hey, I'm surprised the keyblade doesn't destroy him. sorry how many other rules it breaks. <laughs>
0: It's a fairly straightforward swashbuckling duel with one gimmick. You also got to fight the Kraken at the same time, as I recall.
1: Yeah, Uh, it basically it kind of swarms in and attacks with tentacles randomly during the fights. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sundaga Spam is pretty good against that. Shotlocks are also good against that. Winning gets us payback raid, which is just a counter move, I believe.
1: The fight's still ongoing and Jones is starting like he's winded, but nothing puts him down. Yeah. is being blocked from the existing movie scene by by Kraken Tentacle. So everything still plays out.
2: And the whole <laughs> idea is that he's invulnerable if you don't do anything to his heart.
1: Like, literally, he's stabbed from behind by Will. He's like, there you forget I'm a heartless wretch. <laughs> wow. I, 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 can't, I can't. I don't. I can really do this. So I just literally just turns around. Roundhouse kicks him with his crab peg. Like, yes. So the guy hobbles around everywhere. He's quite, he's quite spry. So somewhere
0: in the middle of all the action, Vexen shows up to be annoyed at the fact that the box does not have a heart in the Kingdom Hearts sense, only
1: in the Pirates of the Caribbean sense. Like, how disappointing. This is what they meant when they said heart.
2: It's a physical heart, not a metaphysical heart.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. That's so gross. (laughs) They need to get this. They need to get on the same page pronto. I'm out.
0: Mm hmm. But mostly it's just movie scenes with no explanation.
1: I mean, we at least understand that the heart is his weakness, but the fact that the heart has a curse that if whoever kills him will be found to the Dutchman next. Well, that's not put through.
2: Mm-hmm. We got this whole scene where Will becomes the next Davy Jones.
1: Well, well, yeah, because Jones stabs in the heart basically as a response to Jack out the kill him. It's like I hear a cruel man's like cruel. As a said, like, you're right. I just love Sore and, and co Go go rage nuts at this and jump and just dog pile Davy.
0: <laughs> Everything concludes as the movie. Yeah. So our dog and Goofy get to do some of their own stuff.
1: Yeah. Like Davy Jones dies, falls off the ship. So because none of Jones crew appears, we don't understand who put who put Will in charge, but whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Jack gets this one really fun line, uh, that is probably the most tying into the actual whole Kingdom Hearts thing that we're gonna get. Yeah.
1: Because they're not going to admit that Will and Elizabeth are going to go have their wedding night on that island up there for his one day there. So we're just going to talk about friendship and hearts instead.
0: Yeah. It only takes a moment to connect with your mates, with your hearties. <laughs> and I'm like, connect. Heart. I hearties. see what you did there. <laughs> yep. And then the Leviathan explodes into crabs. Is a sentence it's, I just wrote.
1: It's just sort of avalanches down into them. I said, it's... It's just boys, we're just not talking about the end of the movie because it's the end of the movie. Whatever. Yeah, we beat Jones and then the British guy gets mercilessly blown up because he has like, a complete blue screen of death in his head. <laughs> Can I still control the ship? I want to control the ship more. I mean, what happens if you go back? This is the ship. Control the ship. Yeah. It's totally fine. I just I just imagine Sora lands in the ocean. The crabs build up around him. Yes. <laughs> his forms of this ship.
2: And note that there was nothing about. Excuse me, there was nothing happening with freeing Tia Dalma with the key in order to yeah. gain power over the seas or anything like yeah. that. Nope, so the whole that. plot point was, I ah. guess, a distraction or maybe they were saying that Sora shouldn't take the deal with Tia Dalma and therefore he didn't. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And yet he takes her message as proof that they can still do something. It's it's very strange. I feel like the message is of the writers is like, well, she's smart enough. She'll at least try. That's almost what it feels like.
0: I mean, it feels like there could be a lot more that we could have done with the story in this world. Oh, well, don't care. Got to be a pirate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we get to see the end of the world. Uh, we get uh, with the Wheel of Fate Keyblade.
1: It's a pretty great design for one of the keyblades. Like, um, its its handle is basically wood from a ship crossed over a mast, with the rigging being like going up the blade there, and then like literally the ships the ship's helm is is the blade.
0: The the wheel, the form changes. It has both high wind where it turns into a spear and storm flag, which turns into a flag. They're really fun.
1: Great big like piratey flag, which leaves a trail behind it like you're the world's most deadly color guard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the shot, the shot locks are bladestorm and flag rampage. I forget what they do offhand.
1: Flag rampage is even more what I described before. Like he waves the flag wildly and lots of slashes go across the screen, hitting the opponent in a distance. Mm hmm. In terms of the store flag, no matter what shape it was in, when you activate it. That's it for
0: pirates. Let's go check in with Axel and Kyrie at Keyblade Training.
1: Axel's on a rock. Yeah. Kyrie comes up in
0: her new outfit. Yeah, she's got a lot of pink on now. Kyrie asks if he'll try on his own new clothes,
1: and he's just like... Is it me, or does her hoodie have cat ears?
2: Uh, Fox ears, actually.
1: Ah, uh, she almost never wears it up, but...
2: Which is actually kind of interesting, I guess, considering... We'll talk about the, that
1: later. Yes. Not now. <laughs> All right. Axel's like, I really don't want to change this coat. I've been in it for over a decade. You're going to need a chisel to get it off me anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you wear leather against bare skin in this hot weather.
2: And you keep letting off the scent of poo gas. Yep. I'm just imagining that he takes showers with the coat on. Yeah.
1: Uh, <sighs> It'll be, it'll be like it'll be like yo. He uh, opens the coat, and an explosion of if evil mist filled with skulls comes screaming out, and everything.
0: Oh no! <laughs> so the two look at the sunset, and Kyrie talks about Namine.
1: The death stench. Sorry, was still on that.
0: <laughs> I know. The two look at the sunset, and Kyrie talks about Namine. Axel talks about meeting Ventus and how where Roxas was, and like I have to in my notes, I have to wonder how much Axel is subconsciously thinking about Xi'an here
2: too.
1: I do know I think we talked briefly about in the Murray interview where he's saying like his choices to stick with his appearance and name were based on that brief memory mm-hmm. he had. Yeah. Like he's he's like there's someone out there who will only recognize me like this. So there's something of that in him.
0: Yeah. I also just kind of like, huh, Axel and Kyrie are kinda keep cute, cute here. Hmm. Mm.
1: I accept that Kyrie's forgiven Axel, but yeah. I'm not going that way, especially since I think he's like he's gotta be at least ten years older than her.
2: Well, I'm, I'm not thinking that way. I just think that they are having nice interactions together. I think that's fun.
1: Mm. Oh, it is funny that Axel's like, oh, right. I remember Ventus, too. I met him that one time and beat him up with my Frisbees. <laughs> yep. I'm sure that's how he describes it. I definitely won that fight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I totally didn't get my ass kicked.
1: Yeah, and he used to say I was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways.
0: Meanwhile, in the Dark Meridian... Mickey and Riku are fighting demon towers, because what the fuck else is there to fight?
1: Go to Dark World, fight demon towers, take a nap, fight more demon towers, maybe go out for barbecue. I don't know. There might be a demon tide in there somewhere. Uh yeah. Well, Riku gets knocked out again and Miku gets eaten Mickey Miku gets knocked out again and Mickey gets eaten. Did I say Miku?
0: I think you said Miku, yes. yes. As in let's <laughs> be kind.
2: Oh no. I'm just imagining that crossover now. OK,
0: but no, I no, I'm just thinking of Riku and Mickey doing the fusion dance and coming out as Hatsune Miku.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what part of this was blue? Well, Mickey, you held your hand wrong. I don't have as many fingers as you. This isn't going to work. I
2: was going to I was going to say, how did they end up a girl?
1: They really messed up the fusion because there's just incompatible. <laughs> so shall we be yeah. the other guy? That you are now handsome, seeker, darkness so of Twilight Town. What? I think something went wrong. Oh well. It's like, here, let me just smack it a couple times. Hey, hey, yeah, it's it's still it's still him. Weird. Yes, yeah, so we're at the old mansion. Ansem is, le- Ansom secret dark is leading Ansem the wise, and there's probably more Ansom somewhere around.
2: Yeah, yeah. Pence so, and a are following.
1: Yeah. So, like they, 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 it feels like they've been staking out the old mansion. And they saw them arrive.
2: It's about time. Hey, shut it! Come on.
1: They watch from behind the gate as they move towards the mansion, and some the wise stops in his tracks. What now? Please. I have created enough victims.
2: Yes, you have. All of the children sacrificed in the name of your research. So make things right.
1: I told you, I did not take her. Her disappearance was why I put a stop to the research.
2: And that makes you honorable? You used Roxas and Naminé and threw them away. I doubt there's a merciful bone in your body. You took the girl and hid
1: her. Now show me the data you are hiding here. Roxas and Naminé. If there's any reason I still draw breath, it's to atone for what I did to them.
2: Huh? He said Roxas.
0: Yeah. That man needs us. Right.
1: Yeah. If you do find the girl, what is it that you expect will happen?
2: The child's memory holds a mystery to unravel. One concerning the battle we seek between the light and the darkness. You know
1: something. And that is why you stopped the experiments. You are completely deluded, Sayonort. We shall soon see. Pence pops in as he starts shoving him along.
2: Yoo-hoo! Excuse me? Who are you? Oh, well, I'm looking for a friend who used to live here. No one lives here.
1: Be gone. During this, Alette is sneaking up behind them and reaches Ansem the Wise.
2: But sir! No, no, no! Not one more step! Get
1: out! Olette runs away with Ansem the Wise. This way. Ansem spins around to see this, and Hainer runs in and does a fantastic flying jump kick right at the back of his head. Hey, loser! Unfortunately, the dark figure pops up from behind Ansem and grabs Hainer in its grip. Or not! Hainer! He throws Hainer at the brick wall, (coughs) but some sort of white blob curls around Hainer and cushions the blow so he doesn't smash into the stone. He lands to the ground safely. White blobs fly through the air, and they surround Ants with a dark figure, and they unfold into dusts.
2: The squiggly things? They protected me. Hainer, get a move on. Oh, okay.
1: As they retreat, Ansem's secret darkness focus on the dusts.
2: I serve the organization. This is treason. I see what is happening. Have it your way, then.
1: Oa and Anson, the wise, hide in the sewer, catching their breath as the other two come up. Are
2: you guys okay?
1: Yeah, I think.
2: Nobody knows the twists and turns of Twilight Town better than us.
1: You are Roxas's friends. That's right. So you know him too? Oh yes, quite well.
2: Pay dirt. I guess it was worth staking out the old mansion after all, because this guy right here is what I call a lead pulls out the photo with Roxas.
0: That's the only proof we have that Roxas was a friend. Tell us about
1: him. We want to know him better. My dear master, you are safe. Who's there? Evan, is that you? So those nobodies were your doing. I have been waiting for this. Gave up a normal life in order to plant myself in the organization. And when I heard Xehanort had gone looking for you, I realized it was my chance to find you as well. For, you see, I, too, wish to atone. <laughs> Do we so, buy this? <laughs> so Vexen gets a redemption arc, question <laughs> mark? Vexen gets a will-tolerate-you arc, is my impression. <laughs> yeah, that's the best he can hope for. <laughs> yeah, I still lock your doors if he's in the same house as you. <laughs> <laughs> frisk, frisk him for scapples.
0: I mean, so the two most irredeemable assholes in the series, uh, Vexen and Ansem, both want redemption. I guess we can give them a chance.
1: I love the impression that Pencil and Hater have just been camping out in the woods for the last several weeks waiting for something to happen. Yep. I, now, Scrooge, Scrooge is probably mad they stopped handing out flyers.
0: It's a quick jump through the sewers. They can just go in, check by the mansion every now and then.
2: Also, I just laughed one at this scene just because Ansem Seeker of Darkness has been demoted from final boss to being played around with by kids in Twilight Town.
1: I mean, he's they, they're no threat to him. I was like, he's like, no, go away, stupid children. I have
2: I
0: don't have the time for this. I
2: am too important. <laughs> yes. And and as they it, make off with his with his prize.
1: Uh, Zen this is going to laugh at me when we meet up for dinner. it's just like I just love he actually seems really flustered
2: yeah because he I think he's kind of like I guess he he's hesitating a little bit at killing children without being provoked
1: but yeah or or it's like it's like look that's not the job I was given I just I'm I'm so over this (laughs) I just love haters hey loser a crazy flying kick
2: it's a good flying kick if you weren't fighting a final boss of Kingdom Hearts tier enemy, it actually might have worked.
1: Or, you know, a stand user. Uh, yeah, he has a stand user, too. He is fantastic yes. air. He's going to kick that guy in the nape of his neck. <laughs> are there any kicks like that in wrestling, Jared. Well, I mean, drop kicks, you're not, drop kicks are obviously just like leaping in the air and mm-hmm. just sort of kicking out as your body goes horizontal. You don't get that much air, but it's very much... Dropkick is a very fancy, silly kick. Got it. So that's about as close as we got. Got
0: it. Uh, Shit, I think that's it for the Caribbean. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to say?
2: Do you trust
1: Vexen when he says that he wants to atone? I mean, who is he? Who is he here to impress? I mean, who is he lying to impress? The kids?
0: Yeah, the kids don't know. (laughs) The kids don't know him. Anselm is the person that, like, he kind of screwed over. And it. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: I just found a version of the flying kick video with the uh, Jojo to continue with roundabouts. Excellent. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Stops exactly where you think. Anyways. Yeah. Perfect. So honestly, this seems like a weird plan of his. I, I don't know what Vexa was going for. I became a nobody again and just rambled about science and they all just bought it. Yep. What oh, yeah. Does that, what does that say about the people and how people see me? <laughs> well, I mean, mm. it's within I his character do, from how he was before. I should do some soul searching after I dissect something.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the whole reason he's doing this is because he did, in fact, do some soul searching while he was between Kingdom Hearts 2 and this.
1: I was as surprised as you that I have one. It was a, that was like a week ago. <laughs> I had a really intense, I had a really intense. Also, no, Okay, no,
0: it's been a year since he was defeated.
1: Have they said that clearly at this point?
0: Well, I mean, he was defeated at the end of Chain of Memories. Oh, right, 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 right.
2: And how long was Sora in the sauropod? Yeah. And not only that, I think when you're dead, time might not flow quite correctly.
1: Evan, Eyalis? They reconstrued the same time as as Lee and and Yenzo. Um, no, actually, is yeah. Lee kind the same time as Yenzo and them.
0: You know, what it probably has to do with it probably has to defeat specifically with beating Zenness.
1: What was he like holding on? Maybe he stuffed all their heartless into the fake kingdom hearts.
2: Yeah, I think that's yeah, got to be it. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like uh, by because. Te- technically, what, how you're supposed to rec- we complete someone is you defeat both the Nobody and the Heartless. And we definitely defeated the Nobodies, and we, at no point do we ever see something that could be considered a Heartless of these characters, so it must be destroying the Artificial Kingdom Hearts was it.
2: Or they could have just been a regular Heartless that we happen to have defeated during one of those phases.
1: I mean, Special Heartless seem to be so rare. I just, like, imagine that all these... People just got sniped by Xehanort as soon as they as soon as like right after they recompleted. <laughs> yeah. And we should have like, well, that was a that was a productive half hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's entirely possible as well that after Xehanort got recompleted, that he went around basically taking care of the Heartless in order to
1: recomplete all the other nobodies. That's also possible. Yeah. But then he but then he just turns the nobodies get Like, ah, here's your heart. You taking that back. <laughs> it's just a way to revive go people in. yeah heart go back heart go out heart go back heart go out
0: okay i think that's enough silliness
2: <laughs> yes. Is it is it really so we are going to next week do the final disney world for kingdom hearts 3 which is san Francisco, the big heroes big hero 6 yeah big hero 6 world yes excitement abounds that's another movie i never saw it's a good movie
1: It's one that touches me pretty strongly for its sibling story. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the same how Onwards works better for me than it does for a lot of people, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. So until then, I'm Jared. I'm John. And I'm Matt. Remember, a good story is best enjoyed with friends.
0: Thank you for listening to Backlog Dialogues. If you're enjoying our deep dives and discussions, be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying our deep dives and discussions, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backlog dialogues. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can find our archives at backlogdialogues.com. special. Thanks to Eli for our theme song kingdom hearts and all associated trademarks are the property of Disney and square Enix. Please support the official release. I'm so excited that Kinsey is all is now in the data battles. I'm, Having fun watching their whole trip through Kingdom Hearts as well. Who is? Oh, right. uh, I keep reading yeah. the name. I feel bad at that. I'm So, is it Kinsey? Is that how I, how we should pronounce it? I have no idea. If you're hearing this because it's an anecdote to keep, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Thank you, <laughs> John from the past.
1: <laughs> I think about how the what alien race in what is book is, is, K-Z-I, is the KZI. Yeah, that's how, I like, K-Zin-C? 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 K-Zin-C. That's,
2: that's how I say it. Zinsey? That's just me guessing. Zinsey. That's how I say it. Zinsey.
1: Yeah, but that's a guess. Also, pace, thank so I you like like for your uh, read space.
0: on what what happened in Arendelle. It was very regrettable that we didn't hear it before we recorded the Arendelle episode. So, Sora... so when Jack when Jack asks why he's, tr- I can't talk right now. One second, Shh. me 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 me. Jack asks why he's. Tr- wow, what is so hard about the sentence? I do not get what's so hard about the sentence here.
1: Hmm. Jack asks is kind of a really awkward mixture of K's.
0: Yeah, I think mm. you're right. Jack asks why he's trusting anyone here.
1: Sorry. I, damn it, Jared! I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was saying you could say wonders. <laughs>
2: You've been so loud today. Stop it. Heart goes in, heart goes out. Can't explain that that. (laughs) sound. I don't
1: even remember the context of that original. Um, It was a conspiracy
2: theory thing. Uh, It was Alex Jones, right? Yeah, (laughs) tides go in, tides go out. Can't explain that.